0: episode 202 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there. I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to Bella in your business today. I have Mitch Jackson with you. Who is Mitch? You might wonder. Well, Mitch and I met about a year ago, you guys, and don't let the name trial lawyer fool you. What could he possibly help with a pet sitting and dog walking business? I know you're probably thinking that too. We are not here to talk about contracts or things. We're actually here today to enlighten you about how to be better persuasion and results to close your next deal. Like think about it the phone or think about like at that next event that you're at and you're talking to people. Mitch has five tips for us today, but you guys, I wanted Mitch to come here because he's also known as the streaming lawyer. This guy puts me to shame when it comes to social media. (laughs) He is so fun and so personable. Mitch, you are unlike any other lawyer I've ever met, because most of them just want to argue. (laughs) (laughs) And you are so personable. Because of that, you, you guys, Mitch was also the 2009 Orange County Trial Lawyer of the Year and 2013 California Litigation Lawyer of the Year. He's also written a best-selling book, which he actually has a copy for us today. It's called the Ultimate Guide to Social Media for Business Owners, Professionals, and Entrepreneurs. So you guys, he seriously understands from so many different aspects exactly what we are going through. And he is committed to bringing so much value today. And that's why he's on. So hey. Mitch... Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me on, Bella. I'm a huge fan. Love what you're doing. And you're right. This is more than law. This is more than a dog-walking business. This is about us getting our message out to our audience, to our existing clients and customers, to our new clients and customers. And you know what breaks my heart is when I watch what you're doing and you do a fantastic job of building Mm -hmm. your personal brand and and adding value to your audience. And you and I have a lot of mutual friends Mm and What really bothers me is when I see somebody jump on social media and they've got a great message, they've got a great product or service, but guess what? After 30 seconds, you just want to click away. (laughs) We've got other things to do with our lives, right? And what what I noticed over the years on social media is what we've been doing in court and in trial and mediations and arbitrations to persuade the other side, to persuade 12 jurors to find in favor of our client. The techniques that we're using and we've used back then, guess what? they work 10 times better on social media so what i love doing is sharing persuasion communication and storytelling tips with my social media audience to hopefully help them expand their brand from local to global hopefully help them sell more products and services and in the end add more va- value to their clients and customers. And the, the first thing I think that's super important that you've heard people talking about over the last five to six years on social media, but it's something lawyers have been doing for hundreds and hundreds of years, and that's storytelling. Mm-hmm. That's the ability to share your message through a persuasive story. But do you know what's more important than telling a good story, Bella? What? What's more important than telling a good story is being able to do so while you're empowering your audience to take that next desired step. We have a lot of great storytellers out there, but in court, unless I tell a good story through my witnesses and my evidence that compels that jury to go back into a jury deliberation room, where we're not with them anymore. They can't talk to us anymore. Mm -hmm. Unless I've empowered them to be able to make the decision that we need them to make for my client, then all I've done is entertain. I haven't brought that case home to my client. So if you don't mind, can I go back in time to when I was in high school? Yes,
0: you can. Let me break this down for our our listeners because I want to make absolute clear that they're catching how this relates. And I want to just say, guys, I want you to think about when you're on a dog walk, Or maybe you ran into someone at the dog park or someone called or emailed you. And then what Mitch is talking about is that conversation ends and they go and they deliberate whether or not they're going to use your service. So Mitch, back to you, like this is the stage we're at right now.
1: So I was on a run yesterday and there was someone on my street walking like six dogs, right? Uh And they're pulling him in all different directions. As I ran up to him, he goes, Mitch, how you doing? I could have said fine and kept on running. Uh right? But we didn't build a relationship or rapport. Instead, I stopped, kept my social distancing. This is being recorded during COVID-19. And I started a conversation with this gentleman. That's what you should be doing when you run into somebody outside. When somebody contacts you on the phone, when somebody reaches out to you by email or on social media, start a conversation. How do you do that? Tell a good persuasive story. So I want to take you guys by the hand and take you back into time When I was in high school in Tucson, Arizona, right now in Tucson, it's about 110 degrees.
0: Yes, it is. I'm in Phoenix.
1: (laughs) You're in Phoenix. And (laughs) so what what a lot of you may not know, those of you that follow me on social, is although I played sports in high school, one of the things we did is we used to explore old mine shafts all around southern Arizona. And in this case, it's about 10 o'clock at night. I'm 250 feet beneath old Tombstone, Arizona. In a narrow mine shaft, it's pitch dark except for my carbine lantern, and we're in there exploring, and as high school kids, we're pulling out old ore carts, we're pulling out boxes of dynamite, we're pulling out antiques. These are mines that nobody has been in for about 120 years. So I'm down deep beneath this old Tucson, Arizona, and guess what? My light goes out it's complete black. I don't know where my buddies are. I can't see my fingers in front of my face and it's panic time. Where do I go? I don't want to step into a pit. I don't want to step onto a rattlesnake. I don't want to fall down a hole. How do I turn around and get back? Here's what happened. I dropped to one knee and reached down behind me, reloaded my carbine lantern, which is a powder and water substance Got that going again and then stayed to my right. I started touching the right side of the wall and worked my way all the way around back to where we started. If you stay to your right, you'll eventually end up where you started. So uh, that helps that- FedEx
0: runs their business. <laughs> It may be how they run
1: their businesses, just like (laughs) they used to (laughs)
0: dig mines,
1: you know, deep beneath old Tombstone, Arizona. In any case, circle back and finally found my friends. And we then climbed up this ladder and climbed up the side of the wall. It's like a repelling type of thing back to the surface. It was a pretty sketchy situation. But here's what happened. What happened was, is when I dropped to my knee, I relied upon some of the things that I'd done a hundred times in the past to get me through that moment, a moment where I may not have ever been able to uh, see my family again, a moment where I may not have ever have been able to be here and be on this show, right? Because it was a pretty dangerous situation. And I relied upon my, my practice, my experience, knowing what to do with my eyes closed. We used to actually practice filling up our lanterns with our eyes closed, so that we knew we'd have access to light if something like that happened. There were other things that we do that we put into practice. The reason I'm sharing this story with you guys is that communicating and storytelling is all about understanding the fundamentals and understanding that the more you tell stories, the more you practice and tell stories, the better you're going to get at it. Whether or not you're telling a story about what happened while you were walking your dog where you're talking about what happened on a family vacation, stories connect us as human beings. A couple of things I just did in that short example, wasn't a great example, but I think I'm going to make my point is one of the things I like to do with my jury. And one of the things you can do is take your client by the hand and pull them back into time, okay? That's a technique that I learned from the 1999 world champion of public speaking, Craig Valentine. It's the tap and transport method. You take someone by the hand, you take them back in the time, and you walk them through the experience. What are you looking at? What are you listening to? What are you smelling? What are you tasting? What are they imagining is happening? And in that moment, a couple of seconds ago, you were 200 feet below old tombstone with me in the middle of the night at 10 o'clock in pitch black, right? What's going to happen next? By using this technique while you're telling stories, it gets people to remember what you told them. And in every story that you tell, what I want people to know is it should come down to include three different elements. The first element is have it be emotional. Go ahead and tap into your human emotions, emotions appropriately so, depending on the topic, depending on the case, depending on what is happening here. Some level of emotion coming from the heart is super important. And I see a lot of trial lawyers miss this one, Bella. You're an emotional human being. I mean, I've met you, you've met my son, we've been on shows together. That's something that comes naturally for you. But if it doesn't come naturally for you, give yourself permission to be emotional. Number two, be unique. Okay, what is unique about what you do, who you are, your life experiences, and incorporate that uniqueness into your presentation. Here I am, a lawyer, I'm not wearing a white shirt, tie and a suit, part of this because of COVID. If you know me really well, you'll know that you're not gonna see me in that outfit unless I'm down at the courthouse. This is my attire, this in a t-shirt or I'm paddle boarding or running, but be unique in whatever you're doing. Number three, create a memorable story. Okay, the story I just told you about being down in a mine shaft beneath Old Tombstone, Arizona, is something that I have a feeling you're going to remember. How many people have talked to you about being 200 feet below the surface of the earth beneath Old Tombstone, you know, where the gunfight at the O.K. Corral took place? Mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock at night in pitch black. You're going to remember that story. Mm-hmm. And by combining those three elements, elements that Carmine Gallo recommended in his book, Talk Like Ted. Carmine was a contributing author in the book. And one reason I can tout my book, toot my own horn, you guys, is I had 46 experts from around the world contribute to this book. Carmine was one of them. Mm-hmm. The book's broken down into three sections the mindset of social media, the personality of the social media platforms, and how to communicate on the social media platforms. Carmine interviewed 200 top TED speakers and determined what made their TED Talk presentations so darn good. Mm -hmm. And then he shared that in his book, Talk Like TED. It's a great book. He shared a chapter on how to use these approaches from Talk Like TED on social media, and he wrote it for this book. It means the world to me. Those three elements, when it comes to communicating, you guys, uh, being emotional, being unique, and being memorable, are what will keep you in someone's mind after the conversation is done. Whether you're walking a dog, whether you're talking to somebody about bringing someone in as a new client, incorporate those three elements through a story, if you're able to, into your pitch, into your elevator pitch, into the conversation. And I think for those of you that do that and do it quickly, effectively, emotionally, and persuasively, you're going to find that everything else, including new business, will come your way.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for being on the show. That all was right, all You're there. welcome. <laughs> i kidding, guys. Wasn't sorry, that amazing? I,
1: just, I love No, this no. Mitch, don't wrong. you
0: dare say sorry. This is exactly why I have you here. That was right. amazing. There's two things that I want to break down for our listeners. First, and we're going to talk about this at the end, but the book that Mitch is referring to, he has graciously offered to give you a free copy. And so it's just going to streaming.lawyer forward slash the dash book. That's streaming.lawyer forward slash the dash book. And we will have that in the show notes as well. Okay. But the second thing I want to kind of help translate for you in your mind, because I know that. It's like conceptual. So let's make this actionable. And based off of what Mitch just taught us, you guys, this is the difference when you're talking to someone and they're like, oh, well, and maybe you don't do overnights anymore because you have to pay minimum wage, right? And there's this, oh my gosh, well, my dog just needs someone to sleep with. I don't know about three times a day how they're going to do it. Is there a story that you can concoct That is going to almost rebuke that. And it paints this picture. Let me tell you about this golden retriever we had two months ago. It's mom always did overnights with us, but you know what? Something happened and we had to do the day visits and and incorporate all those elements that Mitch just gave you. Okay. So you can think about that cat that is always alone and they're afraid to leave them, or that person who's now on Zoom calls all day and they're debating on whether or not they need a dog walker and if that's gonna help. You can identify these different problems that we solve and create stories. So they're automatically in your head. This isn't necessarily about stories that you have to recreate all the time. You can rewind this podcast right now. Use the elements that Mitch just taught us, emotional, unique, create your own memory and develop a story so that you have it ready to go. Okay, you guys? Seriously, and, this is and, good. <laughs> and,
1: and there are actually five specific steps
0: and I was uh, going to throw it back
1: to you. So, yeah, that, so far, now <laughs> you guys, so so understand the storytelling concept. Now let's take it to five specific steps. These are the same five steps, you guys, that I use in my mediations and arbitrations and jury trials to get multi-million-dollar verdicts for my clients. Okay, these five steps work
0: to the bank.
1: (laughs) You can take if I can take it to the bank, then you can take it to the bank. By the way, you guys, I've never been accused of being the sharpest knife in the drawer. Okay, (laughs) I'm never the smartest one in the courtroom. What I do do, what I do do very well is I immediately am able to get the jury to understand that they can know, like and trust me. I'm the leader in the courtroom. And I know when there's an objection and the jury looks to me before they look at the judge, as to what should happen next, that's Mm -hmm. when I know things are firing on all cylinders. When that happens, I look at the judge, like he or she's the boss, (laughs) but that's kind of how you know when you've got the jury appreciating the value you're bringing to the courtroom. Anyway, five steps to persuasion, you guys. You're having a conversation about whether or not they should be hiring you to have an overnight with the dog, right? Or the pet, whatever it might be. What you wanna do is number one, you wanna state the problem, okay? What's the problem here? What is the need that the, your potential client has that needs to be fixed, needs to be satisfied? What's the problem? Now, there's five steps. Most people jump from step one to step five, and that's where they miss the boat. We don't want to do that, but you'll see what I'm saying as we work our way through the steps. All right, number one, state the problem clearly and concisely. Incorporate a story into stating the problem. All right? Don't just state the problem. Look, if I'm not watching your dog, you're not going to get any sleep tonight. I have a feeling the problem is probably a little bit more than that. Maybe relaxing, maybe taking a trip, maybe visiting an aunt, maybe visiting parents on the other side of town. There are other things going on. But through storytelling, state the problem. Number two, agitate the problem. If you don't fix this problem, if we don't take this step, This is what's going to happen next, okay? Agitate the problem as it applies to the person you're talking to. Not generally speaking, but Bella, if you don't let me represent you in this case, you may end up with a lawyer that doesn't know what she's doing. You might end up with a lawyer who has his best interests in mind and not yours. You only have one chance to win your case. I just want you to know this is an important decision. I get it. I'd like to think we're the law firm for you. State the problem. Agitate the problem. Number three, share a clear and concise solution, okay? What's the fix? What's the solution? Now, each of these steps, you can once again use storytelling. But number three is state a conclusion and a solution. And number four, how does that solution help your audience? Whether you're sitting across the desk from someone, you're standing in the park with six dogs in your hand and a potential client 10 feet away, You know, how does your fix, your solution help this potential client, whether it's an audience of one or an audience of a thousand when we're on stage? Number five, a call to action. This is what you need to do next. This is what we can do next to start our relationship and to start the process of getting that problem fixed. Now, you can see how most people start at number one. They state the problem. Oh, you need someone to walk your dog and watch your dog and take care of your dog hire me. I'm X amount per hour. I can help you. Here's the contract. Let me email it over. They skipped two, three, and four. So state the problem, agitate the problem, share a clear and concise solution, show how that solution helps your audience, call to action. On social media, Bella, oftentimes my call to action isn't a traditional call to action. I don't like sales on social media. My call to action is if you guys enjoyed this video, Bounce on over to streaming.lawyer and let's keep the conversation going. I love answering questions and I'm always here for you. That's my call to action on social media. It's passive, it's low key, it's not what a lot of lawyers are doing. And that's why it works so well for me.
0: I love that so much. So I'm sitting here taking notes, curiously, because we also, of course, are going to have notes for all of you guys. I want to take a stab at what you just said, bringing it to life again for our listeners. I want you to tell me how I can make it better because I'm sure i not going to knock it out of the park the first time, but I'm okay with being wrong because
1: that's how you learn. Yeah, you're, so. r- you're right more than <laughs> you're wrong.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. I know, Mitch, that you want to have the most peaceful vacation and not have to worry about anything at home. But Mitch, if you don't select Bella's House and Pet Sitting, or no, but Mitch, I, I don't know how I say that without being salesy, but it would be like, but if you don't choose us, you might end up with you know a fly-by-night hobby sitter that really doesn't rely on servicing you for the roof over their head and the food in the mouth like we do. We take this really seriously. So I hope that you would consider to give us the honor of being able to sleep in your bed with Fido so he feels like he's going to be loved the entire time and you can be on that vacation having that peace of mind, knowing that everything's taken care of. All you gotta do is just sign up with us and we can come on over for that consultation tomorrow to get to know you, your dog, and get your keys. What do you think?
1: I like that. And I like what you just did. Okay. But let's twist it a little bit. Please do. Let's let's twist it because this is we have not practiced this. And and I'm not familiar. (laughs) I'm not familiar with the barriers that you normally have to overcome. Yeah. Maybe the way I would approach it is Look, these are challenging times right now. It's hard for us to find times for ourselves, especially with COVID-19. And when you have a chance to drive across town and spend time with your mom and dad or with your best friend uh, who have also been social distancing, so you know it's safe to do so, these times are far and few between. And, And I want you to be comfortable with taking advantage of these opportunities to spend time with family when you can. I know they don't like Fido over at their home. And I want you to know that if you decide to take this family trip, let your hair down and relax a little bit, Fido's going to have a home here with us. We're going to make sure that uh, Fido is treated like family. He's going to be fed and hugged and loved and walked just like he was my own. Yep. So that's steps one and two. Yeah. Right? That's, that's steps early. one and two. Like,
0: I'm already buying from It's you. all about oh,
1: Fido I- and it's all about the love between and emotion between Fido and its owners yeah Uh, so number three the solution you know one of the things that we really pride ourselves on is over the last 10 years this is exactly what we've been doing i have more family in this community that walk around on four legs than i do on two and it's because we love them and hug them and take care of them and it's all about repeat business in this particular case, I know you guys need to step forward now. I know you guys need to want to hit the road at six in the morning. And what we can do is we can be by at 545 and actually pick Fido up, help him hug you goodbye, and be there with him for another hour while you leave your home, whether you're going to their home or you're taking Fido no, back okay. to your home, whatever the, whatever the thing is, you know, we'll be there for you. So you're showing how your solution helps that particular client. And then number five, one of the really nice things about all of this is that we offer our services on a easy to pay, especially right now, zero interest payment plan. So even with COVID-19 and all the challenges that we're all exposed to, instead of paying up front, we can offer our, our services paid you know, once a month over the next six months or whatever the payment strategy is, or there's a yeah. discount or yeah, we can yeah. add an extra day for free. So that's kind of how I would walk it through is I'd focus on the relationship between the owner and Fido Uh and the value right now with time and attention being at a minimum and how they can use your services to take advantage of family and relationships and not have to, frankly, and let Fido have a little vacation too.
0: Uh
1: I mean, that's That's, kind of the way I would approach it, right?
0: That's gold. And I really encourage everyone listening right now to rewind Mm And go back and take copious notes because that was so beautiful. Like, I'll buy from you right now. You got me hooked on Let's
1: Hook, do this. For the next six months, I want you to be the lawyer in my firm. And for the next six months, since I'm running any day, anyway, every day, every day I'll walk the dogs. Okay? okay. It's interesting how sometimes we get so close to the forest that we can't see the trees.
0: Oh, all and, the time.
1: And oh. what I see is a lot of lawyers and people selling products and services online that's what they're doing. They're selling their products and services online. Nobody likes to be sold to, especially right now. Mm -hmm. But what people do like are benefits and solutions. And they want to have, especially in the legal world, they want to have their problems fixed. People that haven't been able to get out who have pets. And we lost our basset hound last year, right? And it Blue is a part of our family, sure, as you well know. And we're actually negotiating right now. When I say negotiating, the kids that are home right now and I are negotiating with my wife, Lisa, um, (laughs) we need to get another bass hound. Okay. So we're, we're using our five steps to work our way through to that desired conclusion, that step number five. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a process. And that's the next thing we want to talk about Bella is this is something that's a process Mm -hmm. that five steps could take five minutes when it Mm -hmm. comes to what movie are you going to order tonight on Netflix Mm -hmm. okay this doesn't just apply to business this applies to life Mm -hmm. those five steps could take five months in my world on a large seven-figure case that we're trying to settle Mm -hmm. don't rush the steps each relationship each interaction is different and so fine-tune what we're talking about while you're working your way through these five steps okay an elevator pitch that might work for bella and me today may not work for you and a potential client next week Absolutely. Uh, look at your surroundings pay attention to what the other person is saying and doing what are their needs how can you satisfy their needs in a way that may not be immediately apparent to them and mm-hmm. then drop down into what we've talked about using these approaches to share a solution and then and look close the deal yeah I'm all about closing the deal Absolutely. I mean, see, look, when people tell you winning doesn't matter, <laughs> they've never won, okay? And I'm joking, you guys, okay? I've lost plenty of cases. I've lost plenty of arguments, especially here in the house over the last three months. But, you know, look, in my business, winning matters. And so everything I'm sharing with you is not just lip service. It's a matter of bringing your sale, your case your goal home to you, just like you want to, so that in the end you close the deal and you get paid for your time. Mm-hmm. All right. And Bella, a lot of people on social media, they only know me from social. They've never seen me in court. Right. And I, that I, was I, amazing. I, well, but, <laughs> I, but look, I'm a nice, friendly, easygoing guy. I really am. That's who mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. I will tell you, when we get into court and when I'm trying a case, you know, it's time to drop gloves. It's time to win the case for my client. I use all the approaches we're talking about to do just that. And if they work for me in court in that type of stressful, high stakes environment, guess what? They're going to work for you when you're out on a walk and you run into a potential customer.
0: You guys, I hope you've loved this episode as much as I have loved recording it and chatting with you, Mitch. Thank you so much for saying yes to be on here. I want all of my uh, listeners to be able to go what I lovingly call cyber you. So Ooh. where's the best way for them to connect and follow you? Because I know that you have lots of shows that you do and lots of education and fun stuff. So how, sure. how can they connect with you?
1: Well, I love being cyberstock, so you're welcome. Everyone, come and join me. Jump on over to streaming.lawyer, you guys. That's kind of my social media live video blog. It's not my law firm site, the stuffy law firm site. We don't want to go there. But if you go to streaming.lawyer, what you'll find is what we've just talked about. These types of tips and videos, and I'll profile other people. I've had Bella on my show where I know you're bringing value, you know, bringing value, Bella, to my audience I'm sharing books, I'm sharing blog posts, things that will help you raise your game when it comes to communication, persuasion, and storytelling, and when it's all said and done, into closing the deal. So it's been my pleasure to be on today's show, and I look forward to seeing everyone on social media, and when it's safe to do so, hopefully someplace else for breakfast, lunch, or dinner.
0: Absolutely. I want to remind everybody that that book, uh, The Ultimate Guide to Social Media for Business Owners, Professionals, Um, Entrepreneurs, is available in the show notes. But if you want to go right now, you can go to streaming.lawyer forward slash the dash book to get your copy. And you guys, I highly recommend it. I want to just reiterate that we are in a very trying time and it matters what you put in your ears and what you read through your eyes. And it takes a fighting chance. It takes you consciously deciding, hey, This is the kind of thing I want to surround myself with. And anyone that I allow on this podcast into your ears, just like Mitch, are people that I full heartedly, you know, just really admire and I have them in my own ear. So when Mitch invites you to go on over to streaming.lawyer, I highly recommend you to do it because you just never know what kind of inspiration that you might find that day that's going to help get you through the toughest times that we've ever really seen you guys on that note too i also want to remind you that when life gets you down to always keep jumping and if you loved this podcast mitch and i would make mitch and i's day if you found where you saw it posted and tell us what your biggest takeaway was we always love to know that as speakers and educators all right you guys have a fantastic day and we'll see you at the next episode